Welcome to Crypto is Depressing. If you're feeling down in the dumps, don't you worry, these stories will make you feel just a little bit better about yourself. For the next half hour, sit back, relax, and forget about the absolute train wreck that is crypto. Let's fucking go. Welcome back to another episode of Crypto is Depressing. We are going to be bringing you the most depressing stories in the industry. It's your co-host, Charles, and I'm here with Ash Toshi. Uh, she's going to give you a little bit more before we get into it. Hey guys, so if you're new here, or if you're not even new here, you've been here before, just hit the subscribe button. That way you guys can keep up with what we're doing every week. We'll be dropping episodes on Sundays and Wednesdays. So yeah, let's get into it. Let's go. So what's up, guys? Another episode of Crypto is Depressing. I'm here with my co-host, and we have got the man, the myth, the legend. We've got BitLord with us. How are you, man? How have you been lately? <laughs> yeah, good, good, guys. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. That's sure. <laughs> it's been uh, fucking <laughs> wild, man. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I'm just yeah, I'm just getting back and settled now, mate. So, uh, you know, I'm in uh, I'm in Bali right now. Um, I decided I'm not going to Australia. I'm not going to detention center. So, cribbed up here and yeah, getting some work done abroad. That's it. So that was was that like your um, only choice, really? If you went back to Australia, was to go to Christmas Island? Look, not really. It was not confirmed. So, okay, like... Sorry, I just kind of like jumped back in there, but I really want to know. <laughs> yeah, so the thing is, like, they were, they were sending Australians to quarantine there, uh, mainly from Wuhan. But the problem was it wasn't exactly clear uh, because I've been registered with Foreign Affairs uh, as having symptoms. So when I was really bad over there, my family registered me with Foreign Affairs. They were keeping an eye on me, uh, and there was a good chance that they would send me uh, with the other Australians uh, and other people that even haven't been to, to Wuhan were getting sent there. So, look, uh, they couldn't give me any, any sort of clear indication of, uh, you know, what the conditions would be, if I have internet, if I have Wi-Fi, that sort of stuff. It's pretty much like a black site, um, you know, for Australia. So, you know, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not going there. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> uh, so, hold on. Are You're showing symptoms? Are you worried at all? No, no, I was I was in Beijing, mate. Like okay. you should see some of the videos where I'm like literally destroyed, bro. Like you know, even even like coughing blood and stuff like that. It fucking wrecked me, mate. So, you know, whatever it was, um, it it was it was pretty bad, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it certainly rocked me, mate. So, um, seeing what was going on at the time, uh, you know, I went to the hospital, got checked out, all that sort of stuff. I don't know for for anyone listening. Okay, what what this is? It's like look. Uh, I was in Beijing during the uh, coronavirus outbreak, the very early stages of that uh, when it was happening in Wuhan. I was following it from the initial breakout when there was like, you know, two or three people sort of got it. Um, I'm always really plugged into what's happening on Twitter. And obviously in China, I'm paying attention. I saw this thing starting to break out. I started to pay attention from the very first cases and I have followed it the entire way. Uh, I now follow like, you know, some of the world's top virologists. So, uh, the information that I'm getting, uh, it's, you know, the the, the absolute, um, you know, top of the game. So it's even ahead of what, you know, people like um, the World Health Organization are reporting because they obviously have to, 
uh, be very careful about what they say and how they do things. So uh, these virologists are onto it and that's like a, a large sort of uh, source of my information okay. right now. So let's go back uh, a little bit. You, when did you go to China and what, like why? <laughs> um, so I had some working, yeah, I had, I had some working uh, in China. I had a few contracts that are, uh, needed to get done. So uh, that's why I was over there. Um, great and place. And when was that? Great you place. went right before all the like all of this started happening, right? Yeah. So I got over there. And then that's when it started breaking out. So Good it luck. was like there was only a few cases. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, I, I like, I'm always paying attention to these things. I, I, I watch yeah. SARS. I watch MERS develop. Um, I study that closely as well. So when I hear about a new virus, um, I'm interested. You know, I'm in China as well, so I want to keep an, an update on to what's going on. So uh, I paid very close attention to that. Um, and some of the initial numbers that started coming out were extremely concerning. Uh, and that's like, you know, I think it was like 41 people uh, was infected and then one or two died. So I think they had like a, uh, you know, close to 5% death rate just on that, which look, it's not a lot of data, but whatever it is, it's concerning. The big thing is, is how quickly it was actually spreading. So uh, it was it was catching on quite rapidly and just looking at it early, it looked like it had the potential for um, exponential growth. So that's where I really started to pay attention because, look, if it's highly infectious, then, uh, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to start to move. And you look at it like this, very, very easy. We have Chinese New Year, 400 million people migrating. I just looked at the fact that uh, if something's breaking out, look, it's generally the cases reported, there's 10 times more. That's the same for SARS, same for MERS. 10 times more were actually out there than they knew of. So, you know, you've got to assume it's already catching on. 400 million people migrating. This is the ultimate opportunity for distribution. So it can really start to get going. Um, and that's when it was like, oh, okay, now it's getting serious. Yeah, it, uh, it got serious very quickly. Uh, and one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you specifically was that, you know, it, the Chinese media is doing the best that they can to kind of keep it under wraps or downplay this in a sense and you're out here your content is first i want to say a1 but two the best. yeah yes. you were <laughs> giving like the actual accounts of what you're seeing what you're going through you're walking around the streets there's not a single person there you're they're you know barring up apartment buildings and um hotels and shit and you're getting all of that so i think you can give us kind of a more clear idea of what was going on so can you just go into the details of like some of the stuff that you were seeing while you were there mate i tell you what it's a, it's it's another world honestly it's another world like in uh inside china and look first off i just want to say uh, I, I need to make it very clear the chinese government are doing an amazing job um you know, of quarantining, of dealing with the situation. There is no government on earth that is as responsive as the Chinese government. So uh, I just want to give them a, a big sort of uh, heads up on that, mate. Now, um, obviously, uh, you know, things need to be done uh, in, in order to in order to slow the growth of this virus. Uh, and that's what they've done. So look, on the ground, it's, it's one thing. I mean, you see a lot, you hear a lot. Uh, but another thing is social media, mate. There's some there are some real sort of crazy stuff going on social media. I mean, look, when it first started breaking out, um, 
And this is, look, I'm catching this stuff like, you know, days up to, you know, weeks before everyone else is sort of cluing onto it. So I'm watching the early days of it. And look, Beijing, the streets, are, you know, the streets are, have smog. People are wearing masks sort of here and there. It's very patchy. Like you see one person wearing a mask, another, not so many. No one really gives a shit, you know, especially not in nightclubs and stuff like that. Um, you know, bars, restaurants, no one gives a fuck. Then when it started to catch on, you started to see on the media, literally, um, you know, masks start selling out. You walk into a store and then the, the shelf for masks are all gone. People are walking on the street everywhere. Literally, every motherfucker's got a mask on. It's like, okay, so, it's, you know, starting to make sense now. Then people start, like, acting a little bit crazy. If you walk into a place, you don't have a mask on, you get abused. You get like, like people just go nuts. I'm like, yo, chill, bro. Like, you know, just getting a water or something. And... Um, you see the streets com- like completely dead, like completely, completely. But the thing is, like Chinese New Year is traditionally like that. So uh, a lot of people are saying, look, it's like this all the time for Chinese New Year. But then as Chinese New Year starts to settle down, people start coming back. You still have, you know, a few restaurants, a few like, um, you know, activity places have a bit of action. But still, uh, as it was, you know, coming to a close, nothing. Um, you know, people started to get, uh, far more sort of isolated. You're seeing things on social media where if uh, somebody's reported infected in a community, they literally they start welding the community shut. They put like these big red tape seals on it. No one can get in. No one can get out. Literally, they'll just quarantine a whole fucking community. Um, you know, if you if you rang in with a fever, uh, you know, you'd have like some cleanup crew come and fucking um, kidnap you in a bubble. Uh, some people didn't want to go, so they're getting literally dragged out of their homes by like, you know, squads of fucking, um, you know, hazmat suited people. And it's like, you know, that's just some small stuff that you're seeing. And then it's like, there's there's so much more. Um, and a lot of the Western media, I mean, they're not getting anything, anything. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it's going on in Weibo. Um, and some of the videos um, that I'm seeing that I've seen, mate, it's like, fuck. It's crazy. Right? It really is. Some of it bleeds onto Twitter. And like, I've seen some pretty gnarly stuff just on Twitter, but I'm sure... You know, social media sites um, on that side of the world are, are even crazier uh, just because they have, you know, more video, firsthand account. Um, but, dude, I, I'm, I'm kind of just at a loss for words because it, it blew up so quickly. You're one of the only people that I know that has, I guess, firsthand information on it. Um, so it, it's, it's good talking to you, one. Uh are you safe now? Like, I know you're in Bali. There's not plans to go back yet. What What's the move now? Yeah, so what I'm going to do, mate, is just stay here for uh, the time until my sort of two weeks quarantine period would be up. Um, and then I can sort of safely go into the country. So you're starting to see, um, and look, you see this in the, in the videos, in the you know zombie movies. Have a look at how the people start to treat anyone they think or may suspect of being infected. People start to turn very differently when you know they're thinking, if this fucker coughs on me, I can die. You know what I mean? People yeah. start acting very differently. Yeah, um, communities start acting very differently. They start turning hostile. They start turning feral. Now, if you have a look at some of the things certain governments are doing, Look, you need to be very smart about how you do things, and uh, you know I'm certainly not I'm certainly not taking any risks there. So, uh, and, and some people will say, "Oh, well, you know, if you're sick and you're in Bali, you're just giving it to every people, you know, across the place." One thing I've got to say, guys, look, you cannot slow this down. You cannot stop it. It is catching on, and it will continue to catch on. 
it has, uh, if you compare this to something like SARS or MERS, look, SARS was um, not, not exactly that lethal. I mean, it had, a, it had a, a death rate of about 10%, but the reason it never caught on is because it had very, very low transmission rate. It's very hard for me if I have SARS to go ahead and infect somebody else. So it was easy for them to quarantine, lock it down, um, and stop it from really catching on. Now, MERS, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, that was extremely lethal. That had a death rate of 30%. If you caught that, you were pretty much fucked. It wouldn't distinguish between old, young, fit, healthy. It would just take you down. Now, the problem with that is that it only came from animals. So, uh, you know, camels were the main, the main distributors. So it was very easy for them to lock that down. If you had MERS, you know, you could pretty much cough on some fucker and he's not going to get it. So... It was easy for them to shut that down, but extremely high death rate. Now, if you look at the um, NCO, NCOV uh, coronavirus, this thing is an ultimate weapon. It is extremely infectious. Uh, World Health Organization has reported at 2.68 uh, reproductive rate. So for every person that has it, they'll infect 2.68. Um, it is much, much higher than uh, the common cold flu. Now, that is what the World Health Organization has reported. There are independent virologists that have put this thing up to the 4.0 mark. Now, the 4.0 mark is that that is that is insane. We've never seen never seen a virus like that. Um, it's it's very very infectious. The problem with this is that it's not uh, what what makes it so dangerous. It's not the fact that it's going to kill you. You can probably get coronavirus and you'll survive because it's got a very low death rate. It's about, you know, 2 3%. The problem with it is if you look at the population density, if you look at uh, an example like the Spanish flu, uh, which had a lower RO, um, but it was um, a, a little bit more lethal back then. We didn't have, you know, access to medical and things that we do these days. It, it comes down to, like, the population density, the amount of people out there. And if it continues to, to grow exponentially and infect people... Look, um, it can infect a, a couple hundred thousand, uh, you know, within a, about a week and a half, two weeks. And then once it gets to that base, um, it's going to go and it's going to go million, two, eight. It'll do a hundred million. And with a death rate of 2% and it's just starting to catch on, you look at how many people in the world, that's what makes it so dangerous. Um, the common cold or flu has a death rate of about 0.2%. So... This thing isn't that lethal, but it's just a numbers game. So a lot of people underestimate the, the coronavirus. They're going to play it down. They're going to say, oh, you know, but the common cold, the common flu. Uh, guys, I don't know if you're paying attention to what's happening in the world, but this isn't just some fucking flu, you know? So Yeah, it's a little yeah, I, feel like it, I, I feel like it definitely has been downplayed over here anyway in the States. Like I feel like it's yeah not – hasn't I mean I feel like we haven't gotten like the panic part of it yet so I guess I was going to ask you like what is like the sentiment you know over there even when you were in China or your family okay. in or whatever um well it's been very interesting gauging the different uh different levels of sentiment across the world so uh one thing that you can see in China is obviously you know different to Australia US Europe or something like that now the thing is in China they have a very good control system on, you know, the internet and social media. So, you know, they can basically just erase you. You know, if you're going to be talking shit, you're going to be doing the wrong thing. 
Um, you know, that's that's how the system works, and you got to respect China. Uh, now, over there, it's very apparent. It's a huge, it's a serious threat. Everybody's extremely, uh, extremely paranoid, extremely vigilant. Um, you know, some stores you could walk into, they have you know, like iced out the whole thing with sheets. Everybody's in full hazmat suits and you're just there to get a fucking, uh, you know, a, a grocery or something like that. Um, China is on full lockdown. The entire country um, is, is on lockdown. It's very serious. Uh, it's, it is like something you have never seen before. Uh, you know, everybody's in a mask. Uh, a, a fucking medical suits, hazmat shit is, is starting to become more of a norm. Look, I left before things really started to get serious because they're banning flights. Uh, they're canceling flights. They won't let you on. Um, and, you know, that's, that's just how it is. So I, I managed to get out. Now, I see things differently in Australia. I mean, i got a lot of contacts in Australia and they're like, oh, yeah, I heard about that and this. I'm like, what do you mean you heard about it? You don't understand. You don't understand? Like, you just fucking heard about it? And I'm like, they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, do, do you have any idea what's going on? And they don't. They have none. They said, yeah, we saw a little bit in the news and here and there, like, oh, you know, the Chinese coronavirus, the Wuhan virus, but they don't see just how big it is and just, you know, just how serious it is and how things are catching on. So, you know, I had um, had a family member, you know, they told me there was like a this public place that they were going to. They just got a, an email saying that, you know, just because of the, um, you know, coronavirus, if anybody has come back from this region, we just ask that you stay away from this place just for 14 days to know you're okay um, and then sort of continue on your merry way. Now, that's like Australia. Um, you know, the government, very slow, very inefficient, very fucking dumb. Uh, my government <laughs> is, is, is pretty much useless, mate. Now, um, I was, when I was in China and I got sick, I called foreign affairs because I wanted to know, okay, um, if I have this, I want to make sure that uh, I have the ability to get to, uh, you know, the best medical and all that sort of stuff. So, um, and as I'm talking to them, they have no fucking idea what's going on. They're asking me, what's what's going on? Okay, can you give us some more information? Um, you know, what are they doing? What are they doing with the rail systems? What are they doing with the buses? Um, you know, can you tell us if they're canceling flights? They're asking me everything. And I'm just like, I'm blown away. I'm thinking, okay, hold on. So this is like some sort of intelligence organization for like for like what's going on and you're asking <laughs> you you're asking a civilian, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll I'll tell you what's up. Like uh first, <laughs> no, no hesitation. Is, yeah. So I mean I had some I had some fun there and I'm 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 just blown away by how uh it's like we have the modern internet and information is like seamless. But it all comes down to how you acquire that information and get there. And these guys had no idea. And this is like, this is a fucking agency. So that's <laughs> the level of what's going on. And look, seeing the government, um, you know, they're, they're saying they're going to send all the guys from Australia infected to, to a detention center. There's not enough space on that detention center. There's not enough space in a fucking, in hospitals to be able to, to deal with this. I mean, if you look at how quickly it can catch on, your hospitals are no good anymore. You need to take universities. You need to take, um, you know, shopping centers and fit them out because you can't build a hospital in seven days like China. So that's how you need to start looking at it if it's catching on. Now, how do you know it's catching on? You just fucking look at the numbers. You just look at that infection rate. You look at the fact that Wuhan started with like eight people, and then it now it's at like, uh, you know, it's over China's now over thirty thousand. That's just official reported numbers. I think from yesterday. So it's probably up around 40 something now, just of what they know. 
So Australia started with, you know, two or three cases and it got to eight. It's the same repeating fractal that's in, uh, in Wuhan. The only difference is Australian population density is it's not the same. It's, it's, very, it's much harder to catch on there. Obviously, better, um, you know, better facilities, uh, you know, better hygiene, all that sort of stuff. So uh, a little bit slower there. But, you know, it's already in India. It's already starting to make its way to other Asian countries. And guys, look, it, it really does. It looks like it's just the start of this. So, you know, it's it's very different. Obviously, you guys see things a little a little more chill in America as well. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's like I there's was going to no- say it seems <laughs> it sounds very similar to kind of the Australian situation where I I think most people just like made a couple memes, especially on Twitter. People made a couple memes and then they forgot about it. Nobody yeah, that I exactly. talk to is concerned. One of actually the first three cases was in the city that I live in, the county that I live in. So like I, it was on my radar for a second, but just kind of fizzled out. Um, and I don't think people are taking it as seriously as they should, uh, which is another Definitely. reason we wanted you on. Well, that's, that's a very good reason to start panicking. Because yeah. if you're being told to panic – you shouldn't be panicking. When you're being told not to panic, you should fucking panic. That's when no, you worry. No, not really. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, bit. not panic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean not, yeah. not panic, but start concern. fucking thinking. Yeah. Exactly. Be concerned um, and take start taking action. So that's pretty much you got to understand. Okay. If you study the Spanish flu, uh, everybody listens to this. Look, I encourage you to go study the Spanish flu. Have a look at how quickly that caught on. And this is the day that they had horses and carriages and fucking sailing ships. So, you know, uh, 12 sailing ships come from, I can't remember, onto uh, this mainland. Uh, it was all all these people that spread it through the country. Um, they had uh, hundreds of thousands infected um, in a matter of, uh, I think it was weeks. And then it spread to months, um, hundreds of millions. And it just uh, completely uh, wiped a lot of people out. Now, this was spreading through... Horses, carriages, fucking sailing ships. We have we got airplanes, airplanes and yeah, and yeah, we have seven billion plus people. There is no fucking way you can contain this thing because it's like, look, um, it's it's already said, and look, p- different people from here and there will dispute it and say that's not the case, it's not true. But when it comes to this sort of stuff, you need to assume. Um, the worst. You start looking at the virus and assuming uh, things that you don't know that you know may be the worst. So they're saying that once you have it, um, you can spread it even uh, as you're asymptomatic. So I could have it right now, uh, not be displaying symptoms, not be fucked up, not have fever, not have all this sort of stuff. And every person that I come in contact with, I'm giving it to them, but I don't even know I have it. So when they're introducing screenings through thermals and things like that through the airport, literally it's only catching people in that major outbreak of fever. So everybody else is sliding through into their communities, doing their stuff. Uh, and that's what makes it so dangerous. And, and if, you, if you look at the fact that, you know, nowadays we have so many people, we have so much transport, you, you have a look at something like the Spanish flu, horses, carriages, people walking around, now the modern day, holy shit! I mean, it starts to get very interesting. So, you know, I, I guess over a little bit more time, you know, give it a like less than a week, um, you'll start to see uh, if it's if it's heading down that path. Now, on that topic, why 
you know, I believe you don't see a lot of it in the media. You don't see a lot of it in these places. If you just look at the numbers and you assume that that continues, that's where we're heading. We, we are headed, we're heading for the 100 million mark. Now, that is a huge disruption to the world. That's a lot of money. That's like fucking trillions on trillions on trillions. So right now, um, this money needs time. It needs time to move. It needs time to you know, seek refuge, find safety, all that sort of stuff. Because if, if this is what it is, uh, it's, it's, going to, uh, it's going to cause a lot of damage to stock markets. It's going to cause a lot of damage to business. It's going to cause a lot of damage to many economies. And um, it's, going to, it's going to be very expensive. So the more time that you're not seeing it in America, you're not seeing it at these places, uh, let's, just, let's just say there will, there will be a lot of money moving around right now. And uh, if, it, if it continues, um, by the time you're seeing it on the TV, by the time you're seeing it in these places, you know, if you're wanting to shift some money, get out of some, some assets and do some things, uh, you're behind and, um, you know, you're taking that haircut. So yeah. that's, that's sort of how I look at it. So, I mean, like, I, I don't know if you're following the Chinese stock market at all, but I, I remember when yep. uh, I think um, news kind of first broke, we saw a sell-off of around 10% in like the first couple days. Uh, so that got hit pretty hard. I haven't checked in on it recently to see if it's bounced back. Uh, but I do think that this could cause some financial problems, you know, uh, as to how much. I don't want to speculate or anything like that. Um, I did want to ask you a couple couple more questions, though. Um, you know, I, I kind of want to get how you're feeling about all this. Has this made you kind of reevaluate your life in any sort of way? Because you were on Twitter. You're still having fun. You're the same old bit lord that I think everybody knows. You're joking around on camera. You're kind of being a little bit more funny. Um, has this changed your perspective on life at all? Mate, it is what it is, you know. Nothing nothing the world hasn't gone through before and, you know, we'll go through it again. If I'm going to worry about these things, I'm not going to enjoy my life. You know, there's, there's so much. Any given day, you can worry about some shit. Oh, my God, I could step on some glass and it could infect me. I could fucking die or I could catch a coronavirus. A car could hit me. <laughs> I like that you, you jumped from a piece of glass yeah. to the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I don't. I don't let it bother me, mate. And, you know, even even in China when everybody's like going really crazy about this, I mean, for me, it's not it's not a major concern. You know, I'm not going I'm not going to live in, in fear of something, uh, you know, even if, you know, people around me get it and stuff like that. You know, I, I know the numbers and I accept my fate. So, if, you know, if I did if I did have it or I do get it, uh, you know, I know the stats on it, you know, two to four percent, whatever. And fit healthy i'm looking after myself so look it'll be a good experience i was um, gonna say man you're slugging down that uh that algae <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna looking say it too, fucking ripped <laughs> on twitter so like i think you're good you're healthy i think you're in good hands definitely that's it man i'll tell you what when i was sick that uh i increased my algae dose by three times three times what i was having and that fucking pulled me out of it like very quickly mate so it's like one of the strains i was having is uh has it's a it's a raw milled biomass of uh hematococcus plevialis which is like uh it contains astaxanthin which is like the world's most powerful antioxidant it's like five thousand times more powerful than vitamin c and i'm thinking you know people are taking vitamin c i'm like 
okay, vitamin C is useless. It's actually <laughs> useless against this shit. Yeah. Um, so I'm taking like, uh, fuck man, I think I was over 100 milligrams and the legal dose is 12 milligrams. <laughs> and like, I'm honestly, I'm like, okay, well, this is going to fuck this shit up. Like, you, you know, if this stuff works, just test it. So, man, I was, I started feeling really good. There was like one day that I missed the dose and, you know, it started to hit me. So I just fucking re-upped again. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe this, maybe I did have it. Like I'm looking back at some of the videos and how I was feeling. I'm like, that was fucked up. Like whatever that was, maybe it <laughs> you was. You kind of looked like death in some some of them. Yeah, Not you look, you. yeah, you look like you were sick for sure. I was worried. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, there's one morning I woke up. I thought I was fucking dying. You know, I was like I was struggling to breathe. And that's the day I'm like, okay, I need to get to like a medic now. And then I go into... So I'm like, okay, how do I do? I can't speak English. No one speaks English. So I'm going to go around trying to do shit. The fucking simplest things are hard. You know, so I go to this doc, this uh, this hospital. I'm like going in and it's all like Chinese shit everywhere. I can't even read like anything. And I'm just like, okay, how do I get someone to see me? And I walk up and I'm like, okay, anyone speak English? Everyone's shaking their head. No, no, they all got masks on. I'm like, fuck, all right, what do I do? So I do Google Translate. Uh, and I'm like, okay. Can somebody, can somebody help me? I'm like sick. I need to see a doctor. And then after a while, you know, someone else was there. They managed to translate. Then they said, oh, okay, you need to go here. So I went to a new place. I go to check in. Uh, it was like uh, this, I think it was like an infectious disease ward. Then they said, your fever's too high. You need to go here. Like we can't, we can't deal with that in other facilities. So they were on to, um, and there's security, fucking police and shit out there. This was like early days before it caught on, but they still, they were, they were locking it down. I went to this new spot. Um, long story short, I got into the section where they're testing people for coronavirus, and I thought this is very fucking bad. This is yeah. a very bad idea. <laughs> the end of yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, I you're mean, good. You're yeah. you're alive. You're healthy or healthier, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, feeling so, feeling top now, mate. So, question: um, Did you ever find the Molly you were looking for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you know what like so that was super was, illegal that video was super illegal yeah totally yeah. <laughs> yeah there was people trying there was people on wechat um oh sorry weibo sending that around in groups um trying to get me arrested so they were like tagging government oh. officials the police um that I, you know this fucking disgusting uh, like a foreigner like arrest him and shit and uh, then i was like I was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, come arrest me. You know, I haven't done shit. And then, like, going to die from coronavirus I'll, first. So, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you, you know. And then I thought, hold on. Even if I haven't done something, if there's the right person in a department yeah. or the right police officer, they don't like to look at me. They're thinking, this cocky fucker, mate, they will take you. You're they'll playing grab a dangerous you. game, man. Yeah. 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 Look, I mean, I have a lot of respect for China. And, uh, you know, I think I, I think I stepped a, maybe a little too far on some things and I'm very lucky to not be locked up. But um, I guess it comes down to it. It's like, look, I like to have a laugh. I like to have some humor. At the end of the day, the, I heard there was a great restaurant called Molly and I was trying to find, I was trying to find <laughs> Molly. Um, so, so you can't dispute that. You know? yeah. And then, yeah. and we found Molly. We found it. I mean, you see in the video, like he's like, he's like, oh, Bing, you found Molly. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, you know? Man, I, I, I just want to say, I, I think since your trip, the content has 
really picked up. I also want to say that yeah. it's it's <laughs> it's crazy that the guy who was eating raw meat in his shower and smoking cigs in his shower is now one of the leading, I guess, indicators on this virus and has the most update, <laughs> up-to-date news. It's it's mind-blowing yeah. to me. I don't know how you yeah. do it. You I really take don't. A, you, you know, if, if crypto fails, you should be a journalist 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm actually like a I'm actually considered like a, a world's leading expert on the coronavirus. Yeah. I was actually up there next <laughs> to the world Yeah, next to the World Health Organization for uh, top accounts <laughs> on Twitter. I was like, nice. <laughs> I saw that. I, I remember seeing that you were trending near the top as one of the leading experts and I lost my shit. I, I don't know how you do it, man. Yeah. yeah, well they removed me now because what they did, they um they they're, they're policing like you know, they're trying to stop fake news and all this sort of stuff. And um, they're trying to, you know, handpick organizations and, and news sources that they'll recommend for that. So I think I'm now removed from there. Rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. Well, the thing is, man, I've been putting out good factual shit. I know, you, you know have. what I mean? That's like, the thing. That you... I mean, you, you, look, you look at my tweets from like literally fucking weeks ago. I mean, I called today's situation like weeks ago, just based on those initial numbers. Uh, and it's like, I've been very accurate, very careful about what I say, because I'm not here to cause fight. I'm just saying, look, here's the facts. Do the fucking numbers. Like, um, I'm not even that smart. And I can see, you know, how things start to stack up. So, you know, if we continue, yeah, I mean, shit's going to get real. It's raw. It's honest. I don't think you're doing anything to kind of cause hysteria or anything like that. Um do you think we could run into any trouble with this uh, podcast and getting this information <laughs> no, out? No. Someone going to come track no. us all down? Definitely not, man. Definitely not. I mean, it's like... I'm not uh, worried about it. It, it is what it <laughs> is, man. I mean, look, Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, let's... It'll be very interesting to see how, um, how America reacts to this. Uh, it, it's going to be... It's going to be interesting just seeing how, you know, different sort of places uh, deal with it. I mean, you know... In China, for example, you know, I'm in my hotel room and someone's like knocking on my door after I get home. I'm trying to have a fucking shower and then bam, 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 bam. What the fuck is this? I didn't know shit. Someone, like, I look through the peephole. It's not your Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah. There's a temperature gun. There's just some fucking, there's some medical person with a temperature gun. I'm like, what the fuck? So and I'm still feeling a little bit like coffee and like fluid. I'm like, okay, fuck this. Like, I know what happens if I clock over. Yeah. They're going to have like a fucking SWAT team come and bubble me up. So. I just grabbed this iced tea, this fucking cold iced tea, neck that thing, waited, 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 opened the door. Yeah, okay, like, check me, cool. Mate, you try that in America, someone's <laughs> opening the go- door of a fucking Glock. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're kicking shit. your door in. <laughs> no, no, I mean, the person that getting their door knocked, oh, they're pulling yeah, the yeah, strap. Yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah, yo, you ain't putting that shit in me. Yeah, I got rights. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know? But here, uh, I mean, there, you know, they can do all sorts of shit, man. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, 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 crazy times. And, we're glad that you're out. Uh, we've got about four minutes left before the interview wraps up and we got to wrap up. Uh, is uh-huh. there anything else that you want the people out there to know that, you know, any kind of information that you're seeing that's incorrect online or any other accounts or stories that you want to tell before we go? Uh, look, it's simple for me, man. I mean, uh, I'm looking at the world, a whole new perspective. I mean, China's shut down, it's locked. I mean, it's not it's not about to open up anytime soon i'm in bali fucking beautiful place beautiful pew uh beautiful food beautiful people beautiful scenery i'm just taking this moment for what it is 
enjoying every second of it because I don't know how long this is going to last. And, you know, that's like, it's like looking at things like really like sort of down, but uh, right now I'm just in, you know, I'm enjoying myself. And uh, I guess, you know, when it comes to like, you know, looking for information, just, you know, take it, take it for what it is. And, um, you know, just don't panic, just fucking enjoy your life. Like no matter what, it's that easy. There we go. That's perfect. Yeah. Ash, anything else before we wrap up? Any other questions you no, have? No, I mean, no, it's just, I mean, you're so entertaining, but Lord, I'm so glad you came on. Uh, unfortunately, like with everything that's been going on, it's terrible, but your videos are like the best. So <laughs> that's really well for me. I thoroughly enjoyed following it as bad as that sounds, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's been it's been good fun, guys. I mean, you know, I, I like to I like to get out there, you know, show people what's going on, and uh, you know, have some fun doing so. So, you know, I'm I'm glad you guys enjoy that. Really appreciate it, man. And again, thank you so much for taking the time today. We're gonna get this out as soon as possible. Get the good people of Twitter and uh, everyone else online, kind of the proper information and in this first yeah. account. So, thank you again, man. Yeah, thank you. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course.